Welcome to the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast, a podcast for busy writers who want to cut through the fluff with exact strategies for launching their author career. I'm Katie McCoach, your book coach, guide, unqualified therapist, and cheerleader. Since 2012, I've helped hundreds of writers become authors, gain confidence, and grow their best stories yet. Let's do the same for you. This is the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast. Hello, writer, and welcome to season two of the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast. Today's episode is about how to unearth your why. Knowing your why, knowing why you are writing, is going to be the key to your success. Yes, knowing your goal is important, what you're reaching for, what success means to you, but without why, you will struggle to pursue this goal and you will be hit with challenges. Being tapped into your why while you're doing it is going to make it easier for you to pull out of these challenges and to keep moving forward. This is actually the same thing I talk about with characters all the time. If your character is pursuing a goal, cool. No one cares until we see their motive. Why are they doing it? The deeper their motive, the more the readers care about the character's path and they want to see them reach their goal in the end. So how deeply do you want to reach your goal? If you can't currently say, I want X because Y, then you need to get unearthing. I recently started telling myself a mantra. If you stay in the game, success is inevitable. And I truly believe that. If you are steadfast in learning, applying your skills, and continuing to pursue your dream with unbridled passion and determination, you will find success. But you need to know why you want that success in the first place. And what that success even looks like to you so you know when you've hit it, you can cherish the moment when you do, and then you move on to create the next success plan or goal. Because we're always reaching for more. We're always moving forward in life. But first, in order to hit that success, you need to know why you're doing it. I'm going to interject with a quick story. A few years back, I was facing a lot of burnout. And P.S. We're actually going to talk about burnout in an upcoming episode and how it could potentially be the best thing that could have happened to you. But I digress. Years ago, I struggled with burnout over and over. I read tips. I listened to podcasts. I listened to everything the guru said. And everyone just constantly kept going on about, well, once you know your why, everything kind of clicks into place. And I was like, okay, cool. How do I do that? How do I find my why? Obviously, I started my business for a reason, but as I kept facing burnout, it made me question, what was I doing everything for? Did I really know? And I'm going to be honest with you, despite how determined I was to find my why, I didn't really find it until maybe this year. Not that true, deep, rooted why that gets me out of bed every day. I honestly thought, this is something I'll never find. The gurus would ask things like, why do you wake up? What keeps you up at night? My response was, I don't know. I mean, I love what I do. I love who I help, authors. I love running my own business, mostly, maybe. The hardest part was I just kept finding that no matter what I listened to, no one was breaking it down. No one gave me the tools to say, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you find your why. It was just so vague. I just harped on the idea that once you tapped it, you'd be unstoppable. Thanks. So maybe this is you too right now. 
you hear things thrown around in the writing world like, you know you're a writer if you can't stop writing. I'm going to be honest, that has always irked me. I feel like there are so many layers to this that are being ignored. The struggle to unearth why this plagued me for years. Years, guys, years. And I don't want it to plague you that long. And if it has, you know what? After today's episode, hopefully it won't plague you anymore because I am here to help you through it. If you listened to my last episode about failure, then you'll have heard how I took a big hit earlier this year. And that experience has been a catalyst for truly understanding why the hell I do what I do and what I want out of it. But it wasn't the only thing. There are many ways to tap into your why. So let's do it together. I'm going to give you five strategies that are going to help you. In order to help you push through those really hard times, those moments of, is this worth it? We're going to unearth why you are doing this. I want you to use the exercises that work for you. Throw out the ones that don't. Because you know what? It's all about you. This is for you. If something doesn't work, that's fine. Take what does. Quick note, if you can write stuff down, obviously, I do always think that's better. But I'm very aware that sometimes we're busy. And personally, if I'm told, you need to stop right now and write it down your answer, I will not come back to it. I will be like, okay, I guess I can't listen to this podcast or this book anymore. I don't want to stop your momentum. If you can't write this down right now, that's fine. Just listen to it and think about it. Maybe if you can record yourself answering some of this stuff or do some uh, voice to text app or just say it out loud to yourself in the car, whatever you're doing. Even if all you do is think about it, you are beginning the rumination process, which I think is really essential. And each time you think about it in the future, you'll be able to tap into it hopefully a little faster and subsequently go a little deeper. So right now, if this is all you have time for is just to listen, just do that. Okay, let's go into it. Here are five strategies for unlocking your why. Number one, the but why method. I think this is one of the quickest, easiest ways to tap into your why, but sometimes it can still have a lot of blocks, so it's hard to let this be the end all be all. That's why I have five strategies here. The but why method looks like this. Ask yourself why over and over and over until you reach your emotionally charged answer. This looks something like I want to publish my book, but why? Because seeing it in print would be cool, but why? Because it means people can read it? Why? Uh, Because it means my words matter, but why? Because I want to show my childhood self that our words would be heard and enjoyed one day. Now this feels charged. It's rooted in something deep, something kind of primal. And now, now we have to show that child they did it. We published a book. We published a book of 80,000 original words. Now that's something I'm reading for. What about you? Ask yourself, but why, until you reach that emotionally charged core. The response that gives you the tingles, that makes you uncomfortable, that makes you giddy. The response that makes you realize if you don't do this, this is what will plague you. Number two, the who method. Who are you doing this for? This is a method that works really well for some people. And you'll actually hear a lot of people say something like, I wrote this for every girl who sounds slash acts slash looks like me to show her what we can achieve. You'll hear it in speeches that actors give when they win an Oscar. You hear it from writers when they publish their book. So this might work for you. There are different versions of who. And so I'm going to dive into different who's because it's not always the same 
easy. I'm doing it for this person. I'm doing it for the girl who looked like me as a kid. No, there are so many ways that you can tap into this. So who are you doing this for? One, maybe the version of you now. The version of you now who wants to read this story and that you keep searching for and you haven't found it. So to hell with it, you'll write it yourself. Or maybe it's the version of you as a child or a teen. If you could have read this book as a kid, maybe your life would have been better in some way. Maybe it's for the friend or family member in your life who needs this book to cope, to escape, to grow, to change. It could be you're writing for the person who you just want to prove to like, hey, I did it. You thought I couldn't. You said I couldn't. I freaking did it. Maybe it's to your child, which is a huge one. Um, At least for anyone who's a parent, you probably in some way are always writing for your kid whether they can read it now or not. It could be a niece or a kid you're mentoring. Maybe is this something that would benefit them through this story? Maybe there's something you want to teach them or help them with that they can only grow or learn through the story, or you want to show them what's possible. There are so many different versions of ourselves, of people in our lives, or vague, non-existent people who we're writing this for. I want you to picture that person or the version of that person or Maybe it's one of your characters, or you even just create this person in your mind, uh, create an avatar of this person who needs us and picture them and know that everything you do is for them. So you picture them as you write your stories and submit your query letters and release the book and market to the world. Imagine them cheering you on or imagine them crying because they're so moved or hell, imagine them shaking their fist at you because they don't think you can do it and you get to say, look at me now. So I really like this method. It can really help, especially if you're a visual person, it's really good at visualizing who this is for. And you can always have that person in the forefront of your mind throughout everything you do. Who is your motivator? The third method is the imagine the future method. I want you to visualize yourself five years in the future. Here's the first part of this. You're a published author. You have a career as an author. I want you to think about or write out what that actually looks like and get really specific. And I also don't really mean your dream life as an author. I mean the actual reality of what your future author career would look like. If that's your dream life, that's great, but be specific about what that actually is. Here are some questions to get you going. Where are you published? How do you connect with your readers? What does your publishing team or publisher do for you? What do you spend your time each week doing? What does your workday look like? What type of stories are you creating? How many books have you released? How many books are you currently writing? How often do you work on them? How many books are you selling? Or what is the income you make? What is the time spent writing slash revising versus selling, marketing, promotion, etc.? In what places do you lean on someone else? For example, do you have an assistant or a team? What do they do? Those are some things to get you started. Add in anything that is going to set up what it actually looks like to be a published author. You're a career author. This is, for so many people, the goal, but I think they forget to see what that looks like. What does it actually look like as a career author? Now, I want to think about how you answered some of these things. And I want you to answer three questions. 
Well, I'm breaking the three questions into multiple questions, but three core thoughts. Number one, do you like this picture? Is it what feels right to you? Is it motivating? Does it light you up? Number two, what don't you like about this setup? Why not? Name it. Name the aspects you don't like. And then change it. Change the aspects to ones that get you motivated. And number three, in what way can you live this future now? What are things you can do right now to be actively living the future you want? So that one you might have to come back to. It is a little longer, but I think this is a good method because it gets you to see what you actually believe is possible, what you actually want, and as you get clearer on what your future looks like, you are tapping sooner into why you're reaching it, right? You can see it, you can visualize it, now you know what you're working towards, you know what you don't like about it, so now you know how to change that ahead of time. You know what you love about it, and you know why you're doing it, because you want that future. Our fourth method is is an interesting one. I heard this originally in a business setting and it was to help you get clarity on what you want your business life to look like. Since writing and business, in my opinion, are so overlapped, I think this is a really interesting method. This one is going to be more ideal if you can write it down or record yourself talking it out because I do believe the physical release paves way to go deeper because you really start it's kind of like the but why method where you start going okay what else what else so here's here it is the I don't want method I want you to start with the sentence actually I really don't want to blank and then I want you to fill in the blank 20 times no less be very specific and honest with yourself Actually, I really don't want to blank. If that doesn't really feel right for you, then here's another way. Actually, I really don't like blank. Here's an example. Actually, I really don't want to know what people say about my books. Actually, I really don't want to write about aliens. Actually, I really don't want to write in first person point of view. Getting clarity around what you don't want and how you don't want to operate can be extremely enlightening. You might have been creating a reality that lacked joy or that had a ton of roadblocks or mindset triggers. Maybe you thought being a writer meant X, but you don't want that aspect and thus you've kept yourself back. You've stopped your pursuit. So instead, by unearthing what you don't want, You're unearthing what you do want and thus getting really clear. And by doing so, you'll know how to pursue it in a way that is aligned with you. And thus you'll know why you're doing it. I think understanding sometimes it's important to understand what you want to be able to understand why you want it and vice versa. (laughs) So that can be a little tricky sometimes. That's why I have five different methods here because I wanted to make sure you've got all the options. So that is your actually, I really don't want to blank. Write it 20 times. And our last fifth method is the letter to writing method. I am stealing this actually from Jen Sincero. In You're a Badass at Making Money, she recommends writing a letter to money to unearth your mindset struggles with money, how you feel about it, how it's plagued you for your whole life, how it's contributed to your life. Um, And I really love this method because until you name it, you can't really get clear on how to work through it. 
until you name why it's in the way or why you're struggling, you don't really know what you're trying to change. So I want you to write a letter to writing. And in her book, and what I recommend here is you write a letter as if you're in a relationship with that thing. So in this case, write a letter to writing as if you two are going steady. How do you feel about writing? What makes you happy about it? What makes you mad? What would you say to writing if it was your lover? If it was someone you're dating? If this was the person that you're in a relationship, good or bad, talk about how this relationship is going. How is the relationship treating you? What things have gone unsaid? What needs to come out? What are you putting into this relationship? So take time and write a letter and allow yourself to feel and express all of it. Once you've done that, you'll gain clarity on the areas that are holding you back. And then you'll be able to start reframing them. You might even unearth why you aren't writing, why you aren't pursuing the thing. And thus, it's a roundabout way to unearth your why, which allows you to move forward with steadfast determination. All right, I hope this has helped you today. To recap, our five strategies for unearthing your why are the one, the but why method, two, who it's for method, three, the five years in the future method, four, the actually I don't want to method, or five, the letter to writing method. I would love to know which method works best for you. Tag me on Instagram or Twitter at Katie McCoach or on TikTok at Coach McCoach. It was so great being with you today. Until next time, keep growing, writer.